Rochelle. Hi, Bridget. This episode, we're going to talk about what are the things that are going on in our lives. It's kind of like maybe this might be like, yeah, sort of, kind of. Life, less, life, less. Hi. Are we doing this? Oh, yeah. Are we, are we <laughs> starting with a, starting with a little <laughs> shimmy? Hi. How's it going? Really good. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm You're very swinging on your chair. I know, That's okay. Swinging in the Pe- chair. Nobody. People are loving it. People aren't watching. Mm-hmm. People That's are loving happening. the chair. I'm Marcel. I'm Bridget. This is yes, we're kind of. We're up to episode twenty-five, <laughs> and this episode is so fun. This is yeah. a fun one. This is also fun, not just because the topic is about like coincidences, coincidences. serendipity. Deja vu, synchronicity, fate. free will, fate, all Pathetic those fun things, things. all those Would kind of unprovable things, but that most everybody has experienced, right? Yes. But we uh, put feelers out there on the social, and you guys <laughs> responded in kind about your thoughts on these topics. And gave us some very interesting tidbits and stories that we will be sharing throughout the episode. Yes. So that's going to be fun to include stay you guys. Stay mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Stay tuned. Yes. Till, till right now. Yeah. Don't right. leave. <laughs> that's right. Keep listening. <laughs> and if you have to go do something, come back. Yeah, come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit play. If you don't, we'll know. <laughs> we will we'll know if you it. don't. Yeah. So don't disappoint us. Yeah, because oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Guess what, guys? We what? have some website updates. We thought oh, yeah. it'd be fun to just kind of draw your attention to. Yeah. So we had fun doing it. We spent spent some time on yeah. a. Yeah. We have expansion. a new about us section mm-hmm. on uh, yeah, sort of kind of dot com. So go check that out. Please do. Learn more uh, about us. It'll give you a little insight into our more of our quirks. Mm-hmm. You can join an email list. All that. Yeah. What? What was that? Hot Rod just went by. <laughs> How You'll serendipitous. It. It's yeah, like exactly. emphasizing. <laughs> yes. Move on. Go check out that website. Grr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like to pretend sometimes that loud noises that happen around in the world are like exclamation points to whatever is happening in that moment. I don't know if you know I've what? ever mentioned that in one of these podcasts, but that's mm-hmm. how I like to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it kind of ties into what we're talking about. So it <laughs> it does because whenever you and I are having these kind of moments that inspired the show, where we were FaceTiming and we'd be talking about something, mm-hmm. and we would have some kind of one of us could have been either of us would say something really profound that like really clicked with the other, or mm-hmm. both like ooh. A loud car would go by, or a motorcycle would go by, or a car would backfire, or there'd be a thump because maybe somebody dropped something upstairs in either my place or her place. You know another way? Back when we were driving, Mm because we don't do as much of that anymore, uh, it it could be lyrics of a song. Yes. It could be like, okay, this song is so apropos to what I've been working through or what I'm dealing with or the answer Mm -hmm. to a question I've been pondering Mm -hmm. or ties into a dream I had. Like it's, it's pretty interesting how much that happens. Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot actually. And it's in, you know, um, what is coincidence? You know, like how do people, that was actually the question that 
we'd put out there for everyone? What what is what, what? How did you phrase it? Like, what is the? I think I just said, "What does coincidence mean to you?" or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And then, so I actually looked up what all of these words mean. So that's going to be interesting. I want to say something too. It's so fascinating to me when you take something as abstract as mm-hmm. deja vu or mm-hmm. coincidence or any of these terms you want to use to call them. It seems that once they are in any way, shape, or form scientifically explained, it's like mm-hmm. it's literally squashing the wonder out of it, right? Because you're like, yeah. oh, well, now I get it. And so now it doesn't seem so magical. I think that regardless of what you decide it means, that you can't deny that there's something significant about it. It, it, it lets you know it. There's, it's like, because mm-hmm. it, it's so visceral when mm-hmm. it happens in mm-hmm. in whether or not i think um i think it's tommy who talks about it can be a positive he he said a positive or negative thing mm-hmm. i don't really i guess i can't think off the top of my head any of the necessarily like negative coincidences but but the ones that feel good like that can be enough for you you don't have to decide it means this or it means mm-hmm. that or it means this mm-hmm. it could just be the feeling is keeps you in wonder you know mm-hmm. 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 you're talking about a negative I actually one popped in my mind right when you said that like okay. showing me that I should not be going down the road I was considering you know that I was contemplating going down but I ignored it and boy was it right hanging out with this is I don't like to talk about this stuff normally but this is a really good example yeah <laughs> hanging out with this guy this is pre way pre Tommy hanging out with some guy and I was like hmm and he just was really persistent Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like something in me was just like, this just doesn't, you know. And then he like goes in for like this big hug. <laughs> I look over and I'm like, eh. and I'm like looking over his shoulder. And I was like, well, I'm kind of like, well, I guess, you know, he's okay. I look over the shoulder and there's this big sign in someone's yard and it says no in the capital. <laughs> I'm not kidding. N-O. And I literally started laughing. And he's like, what? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's really funny to okay me. so n- now i know what you mean when you say negative it's almost like yeah. um not everything is leading you towards like this great beautiful moment you. but it, it can, but that yeah. was still weren't you still like it made you laugh right oh it totally made me it's laugh still it there's totally, something about it that's like so delightful it's even when to, it's creepy <laughs> i'm sorry yeah even when it's creepy but we've talked about it before it's almost like a language that you have to learn in a way, or you don't even have to learn it if you just allow yourself to experience. And even if you're not really even allowing yourself, it's just going to keep happening. You know, so you can decide for yourself if you're going to pay attention to it. But it's always a visceral reaction, you know, to something like maybe you're having a moment. Um, oh, I have some, but let's go into something else. I mean, but I, I have one that I've talked about it once before, but it was definitely, I was having this heartfelt moment of questioning, you should I ask? You well say it now. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go Do for it. it. <laughs> so yeah. like, I was in St. Louis and I was very successful in St. Louis, as we've talked about before, behind the scenes and doing some in front of the scene thing. Somebody had pulled me out in front to do this scene in a movie. I was actually the line producer on it. And back in the day, St. Louis was really uh, popular with film. So... I was, but I did the scene and it was really fun. And I, I didn't pursue acting back then because it wasn't practical. 
Do you know what I mean? And growing up in the Midwest, that sort of thing. So I was on this walk with my mom, and we're walking through this really beautiful neighborhood. And I was like, man, and I was just really having this heartfelt moment. Couldn't have meant it more of like, like, what should I do? You know, like, I, mm-hmm. I want to do it. Something keeps telling me I should act. I should, I should go down this road, you know, and be in front of the camera instead of behind. And right when well, I say also, that. I mean, look at you. <laughs> Oh, thank you. You're gorgeous. Like, <laughs> thank you. Camera loves you. <laughs> well, thank you. Vice versa. Vice versa, well, my you. dear. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. We're bowing to each other. If mm-hmm. you're just listening to the, that's they, our new thing. Oh, they don't need to know. This is just between <laughs> us and our viewers. And our viewers. <laughs> but anyway, so putting it out there. Oh my God, what should I do? And then my mom. I mean, I just felt it. And then I looked back down because I'd looked up at the sky and I looked back down. I was walking with my mom and automatically something caught my eye up ahead. There was this beautiful tree lined street and there was this little division in the middle of the road, like where you could fork off this Mm -hmm. beautiful little park area, just a little triangle, a little triangle at that had a couple of trees and a little bench. And there's this purple book propped up against a tree, (laughs) Uh, you know, like just propped up. It's a good size book. It's a good size book. And I was like, huh. I notice it and we just keep walking and I'm nearsighted. So it's hard for me to see some of this stuff. But, um, I was like, that looks like it says acting. I was like, that can't No, my mom and I start laughing. My mom's like, she can, she can see. She's like, it says acting. I'm like, no, it doesn't. She's like, yeah, it does. It says acting. I'm like, no, it doesn't. So finally I couldn't take it. So I ran over there to like go look and it says acting on it with my aunt's name. Somebody had my aunt's name written on the inside of it. Cause I was going to return it to somebody. I'm like, maybe there's some kind of a thing, but it had my aunt's name. And I was like, wow, this is, wow. <laughs> I mean, like it really, I was like, that's a sign. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. did, I did start pursuing TV and uh, getting in front of the camera and acting. So I started as a result of, I, I trusted it. I believed in it. You know, I think something, some other things that happened too, but that in particular, that was like really magical to me. A hundred percent. Right? Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to read, I'm just going to jump into reading a couple of your guys' um, yeah. responses. Hold on. <laughs> I got a little <laughs> lipstick on my teeth there. Um, all right. So Heather says, I go back and forth between the concept of it having no meaning and the idea that due to energetic frequencies, the law of attraction brings vibrations together. And also the concept that there may be things that truly are meant to be a life plan, so to speak. All right. Ooh. So there's one. Um, let's see. Jack says something many people believe as a chance encounter while others like myself believe it to be universal bumper cars. <laughs> like that. Jack, by the way, is literally a poet. So it oh, makes sense Jack. to me. That's Jack uh-huh. Jack. Makes mm-hmm. sense to me that there would be like this poetic, um, let's Hi, see. I like I like this one from Ryan because to me I'm like this seems very science like I appreciate the scientific simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. He says a confluence of events that seems statistically unlikely, but probably <laughs> isn't. I'm like that's a, that I feel like that's a safe answer because it's like mm-hmm. yeah, they do seem statistically unlikely, mm-hmm. but it stands out because it happened anyway. Yeah, yeah. Let's read your is. Go for it. A coincidence is a term non-believers use to describe communication with the universe. I like that. I think it is. I think it is communication and it's choice. I, um, 
I think there is a destiny for people, but it's our free will if we're going to make it there. I don't know if that makes sense, but it does to me. <laughs> In this head, it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if I have the words yet, like in terms of destiny or fate. But mm-hmm. what I can speak on is free will. I think mm-hmm. about choice a lot. A lot mm-hmm. of what we mm-hmm. do and how life unfolds for us boils down to choice. And I do think that there are, I mean, I don't like to think of it in terms of so black and white where it's like there are right and wrong choices, but I do think there's these different paths you can go down. Yeah. And that sometimes this path is going to be way harder than this path Mm -hmm. ever would be, but they may end up converging into the same point. It's just what... What roundabout way did you take getting there? You know exactly. Or you don't may I always miss it all together. You know? know. I do think that's. I don't know if that makes sense, but I I agree with you. I think I think we see that in a similar Wait, way. There's, you don't know if what makes sense. If it's going to make sense to people, how we're describing that and how we're. I mean, there's a lot of depth to that in some way. Not that people aren't, but I mean, I don't know. That just seems. I, I think you have to be ready to hear that. I, that's yeah. I, I really think that I really think that because I know I've heard people say things before in my life. And I'm like, mm, doesn't make sense. But now, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense because I think you do have to be in a place where you're willing and able to hear what someone is saying to you. We talk about that a lot. Let's let's read what some of the technical meanings are for some of these words. Oh yeah, like like literally like the Wikipedia kind of definitions. Uh-huh. Okay, I found that kind of fun. To, like, look at. Um, do you want to start with deja vu? Go for it. Yeah, deja this one, vu. This, this one's Wait, let's, real quick. Hmm? Deja vu to me mm-hmm. is kind of like you're experiencing something in, in real conscious time for the first time mm-hmm. that you've already on some level experienced before. You're familiar with it, whether that happened in a dream mm-hmm. Or at some point in time that you can't exactly put your finger on. But it's like there's this like echo of a felt experience that you become very heightenedly aware of as you're in your waking life, like having a moment. That's the best I know how to describe experiencing it. (laughs) For me, and then I'll I'll read what it means. For me, it's always... um, it's always literally I had a dream of that moment mm-hmm. and I might even be aware of the night that I'm having that dream. Oh, this feels like a deja vu, like in some weird level. And then I forget all about it. This Very feels like a, to me, I would think this feels like a prophetic dream. Yeah. Right. It, maybe, maybe, it, but then, you know, you forget all about it and it can be yeah. years, years ago. And then all of a sudden, and it can be the most mundane. I'm sitting here texting you maybe let's say and i'm remembering it's very likely it happens a lot yeah (laughs) but then it it comes back to me all of a sudden this moment this deja vu moment this is how i understand it to be and i'm and it's so visceral and encompassing with um senses like Mm -hmm. i'm remembering what i thought in that moment like i'm i dreamt the i dreamt that i dreamt what i was thinking in this very moment what i was looking at in a peripheral like like Mm -hmm. in a way and um the smells everything it's crazy. And it can be really meaningful moments or it can be just as simple as, like I said, or I'm on my computer or I'm just closing the door and all of a sudden, yeah, I, you know, 
It's, so that's always crazy to me. That's cr- and I, I get those a lot. So now, what does Wikipedia say? Wikipedia says <laughs> this. Is, this one's actually quite fun. Deja vu is a French term that means literally already seen. Mm, okay. Yeah, I like. Th- I actually All like right. that. There's a couple little things here. Those who have experienced the feeling describe it as an overwhelming sense of familiarity with something that shouldn't seem familiar at all. Um, It's a feeling that one has lived through the present situation before. That makes more sense to me. Mm -hmm. Now, some view in, in, uh, in a paranormal context as precognition or prophecy. Um, modern science, of course, rejects that explanation mm-hmm. and says mm-hmm. that Spurs, it is. Spurs. Yeah, yeah, right. I love science. <laughs> yeah, I love science. I was a science major, so. But what do you, so everyone experiencing a deja vu, you're actually having a temporal lobe epileptic moment. Is it, this experience is a neurological anomaly related to epileptic discharge in the brain, creating a strong sensation that an event or experience currently being experienced has already been experienced in the past. It could be a mini seizure in the temporal lobe, but it doesn't cause any other problems because it stops before it goes too far. So we're all epileptic. That's because I guarantee you. At least 60% of people out this there. This is what I was saying people. at the beginning. It's mm-hmm. like you you come up with a, a scientific explanation, and it it's like really what you're trying to do is squash the one wonder of it. Yeah. Um, because, well, it's like, it's like um, what episode was that we were talking about? Near-death experience. One of the men who's, I can't think of his name, but he said it's like science became the new god, you know? Mm. And that's kind of what it does. It tries to take away that wonder and that sense of magic. And I'm sorry, life is a combo. That's all there's to it. Also, I wouldn't rule out that there are completely measurable things happening in the brain. Oh, yeah. While you're having a deja vu moment. That makes perfect sense to me. It's just the conclusion of saying, oh, well, this is like an epileptic seizure. Sounds a lot like they're just trying to imply, oh, it's completely meaningless. It's literally Mm -hmm. just your brain is doing this thing. And so you're having this experience. To me, I'm thinking more holistically, like, you are having this experience that's mm-hmm. affecting your whole body yeah. and mind and spirit and brain and, every, well, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, that would be measurable. So, but that doesn't rule out that it's more than just your brain. Yeah, no. Brains are great. Brains are amazing. Brains are fascinating. I'll never get over the brain. <laughs> but the brain is not everything. Everything doesn't mm-hmm. end exclusively at what the brain is doing no i mean i can't even go there my mind's just shutting down on that (laughs) it's just like what really brain 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 serendipity wait wait before you move on that i want to just read this one little part this guy gary said deja vu freaks me the f out i just had one the other day and immediately stopped what i was doing to take a breath my dream from nights prior was suddenly unfolding in front of me beat by beat to me, it is always unnerving and not comforting, but I know it is real, whatever that actually means. Hmm. There you I agree, go. Gary. Just wanted to add that in before I went into serendipity. I agree, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Picking yeah, up what you're throwing down. Okay. Serendipity. The occurrence and development of events by chance in a happy or beneficial way. When um, an aptitude for making desirable discoveries by accident, good fortune, luck, 
What serendipity she got the first job she applied for. Oh, so the kind of thinking of it as a luck thing. Okay. Yeah. Which also does feel very like coincidence, which to me is like coincides perfectly. Right. Not like some crazy mystical thing necessarily, but more of like a syncing up of synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or serendipity. We're talking serendipity. Sorry. There's yeah. so many terms and they're very similar and in with they're E. Very, yeah. They're very. Ippity, inter- ippity, yeah, <laughs> but they're very interchangeable, I think. I think they mean a lot of the same thing. Yeah. I, I would put deja up. vu in its own category, though, wouldn't you? Oh, for deja sure. That's the only like one. That's specific. the only one that really stood out to me as like something very different. Um, there's also that great movie Serendipity with John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. Gotta love it. I love that movie. I I, I watched that movie a lot in mm-hmm. my. I don't know. I just watched that movie a lot when I was younger. At some point, I watched that one a lot, and someone like you. Those two movies, that's with um, Hugh Jackman. Mm, you had me watch that one, and I was like, this is cute. Right. Those two movies would always give me a sense of hope if I was ever down. So, people, if you're down, watch those two movies. Especially we if you're talk. down about love, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. It's a good yeah. love theme there. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's hard. Love is hard. When you're, like, if you feel when like you it's don't on your heart. have it. <laughs> yeah, when you don't have it. Or you keep meeting all these people. I, I'm telling you, I would much rather be alone. Than be in a relationship that's mm-hmm. wrong. Then, then be in a relationship with that wrong person, yeah. Ugh. Or even I'm, dating sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I mean, the dating thing is, during a pandemic, is like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what are you even mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, um, I'm, I'm talking to someone that's very interesting. I'm super like, whoa, who are you? Where'd you come from? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Curious. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I really want to hear this definition of serendipity. Oh, I just read it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but I can read coincidence if you want. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. <laughs> oh, there's so much I could say. Coincidence. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> like, you like him. All right. <laughs> oh, that's not what that was. Oh, but it's cute though. It's cute though. Oh, but, but you're trying to make you're trying to make that moment about this guy, and it's not mm-hmm. promise. Mm. Coincidence. I don't care anymore. A remarkable concurrence of events or circumstances without apparent causal connection. That's like the most. What sounds, <laughs> sounds right? really dry. I know. I'm like, what? That's coincidence. You know? Wait, well, let's... Okay, okay. Yeah, let's look at what some of the Let's uh, read a couple more of our of our friends. So, um, Danny says, A quinkadink is often the universe guiding you along your soul path. She calls it a quinkadink. <laughs> um, David says, Two paths that were destined to meet inevitably. Hmm. Um, that sounds like he's talking about people. Right. Right. Ian says, Uh where one or more people perceive a connection between two events, the key word, perhaps, being perceive. And I think that is a good point. We have been talking a lot about perception. Mm -hmm. And as you were saying just a bit ago about this being a bit like a language, it's Mm -hmm. so true that like it 
whether you're paying attention or not, these things are happening. And the question is whether or not you perceive them. And the more that you start to, it would seem, the more you start to perceive them, the more you see them. It's, uh... (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You know? We used to say that. Yeah. I had to kick it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we used to say that. It's like the more you start to follow, like follow that, to like really pay attention to that, you do, they do come to you more. They, they will continue, I think. Well, and, and also this idea come, come to you kind of creates a certain con, like sit, certain visual in my brain of, mm-hmm. of like a magnetism. Mm-hmm. But I also think of like, just perception wise this idea that all of these myriad of things are happening around us in any given moment and uh-huh. what aspect of all of this stuff are we seeing because mm-hmm. of all of this like stimuli that's bubbling up in our mm-hmm. in our body and whatever mm-hmm. how much of it's actually going to make its way to our awareness it's such a small percentage of everything that's hitting us at any given moment Uh and so with that narrowed view of life that we have in our limitations of this Mm -hmm. mind and body and brain what of that view are you actually choosing to see and i think that where people get tripped up is like Mm -hmm. thinking they don't have a choice in what they see thinking that yeah. No, life is simply happening to me and I'm just looking at the facts and I'm just looking at what's a ha- like what's a, you know right here in front of me and that's what it is. And and again it's like okay but but look. So much is bubbling up but only a little of it can we can we actually we only have so much bandwidth, if you will, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there's only mm-hmm. there's our our interconnection internet connection to ourselves can only handle so much Mm -hmm. and yeah it there we you it's a superpower literally not literally figuratively Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. figuratively a superpower Mm -hmm. to guide your focus on what it is that you're seeing and yeah i think i've said enough on that i got really excited i know it was adorable that's adorable passionate about perception well because you can look at it, a lot of people, and if you want to go through life like that, that's fine. If you just want to be like, this is what it is, black and white, it's this. If you want to have a, a, a more of a narrow sort of, I'm having a moment here. <laughs> I'm like hitting the mic. I'm like, <laughs> my hair's all over the place. If you, like, wanna, if you want to be a more narrow-minded, okay. No, I, I just called you narrow-minded. Um, so I know. I, the equation. She's not she, trying to say that you're narrow-minded per se you're you're still getting the same you're you're still getting your same amount of bandwidth you're just choosing to use it differently that's your choice exactly and i clearly think that there's a way i think that life is way more magical than that and it's up Mm -hmm. to you to allow yourself to see it and also i want to clarify something when i was talking about bridget and i was like oh i think she likes some more and then when i was i i said okay i don't care anymore it's not true i was kidding I just know she's not going to go there. I think she likes him. But anyway. All right. So I just want to. <laughs> I, since we brought it up again, <laughs> I genuinely in that moment where I was like, okay, define serendipity. We have kind of like seven topics that we're mm-hmm. dancing around with. Mm-hmm. And there is a bit of like an ADD thing that happens with me. Mm-hmm. So it's just how my brain is busy. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm, mm-hmm. I got like 
caught up talking about this person or something. No, um, not at all. Okay, I just wanted to be sure it was. I was like, that's not what this is. It's not like I can't keep my wits about me or something. Um, do I think this person is interesting? Yes, absolutely. I wouldn't be talking to them if I didn't. I think that they're uh, mm-hmm. very similar to me in certain ways, and so that's mm-hmm. been that's been fun too. Uh-huh. And and at times not fun when somebody's mm-hmm. really similar to you. You're kind of like, hmm. hmm. Yeah, I know. It was just a little moment. I just wanted to like make sure people didn't think I was being. Whatever. Oh was, no, yeah. you guys! She's allowed to tease me, and I do. So, and I'm allowed to not always like it, but that was exactly. fine. That was just fine. I'm the youngest of three. I got teased a lot. Mm-hmm. When I was two, my brother and sister sang a song about me and my poopy diaper, <laughs> and it goes a little something like this: Yucky, 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 yucky. <laughs> Which, when you think about them being, like, four and a half, five, and seven, pretty good song. I was going to say, and that's kind of a classical, <laughs> were they, like, just trying to make it not so scary to you, or so gross to you, or were they just making it I don't think they were giving it that much thought. <laughs> I, they were, like four and six. They were probably, there was probably some song that they heard, and they were maybe just putting Yucky Yucky to, to that mm-hmm. tune, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I was, like, dancing to it, and my mom's like, guys, she doesn't understand you're making fun of her. And then I was like, what? Wait, well, what? side note, I'll continue down that road. I'm the oldest of six. My family is brutal. I mean, you've met some. And um, one Christmas when Tommy went down there, we, we all went down there. for the for, he, he met my whole family for the first time. And my sister's now husband was there, too, and she said to him, because she was kind of in charge of everything. She had set everything up, and I was going to help her wrap presents. She's like, now look, I can't protect you. I'm going to be busy. You're going to have to be tough. To her husband? <laughs> yeah, she said this to her husband. I can't protect you. Gonna have She's going to be tough. To that's about just being around my family. So if that's any indication, we used to like jump out at each other and scare each other. My dad and my mom would do that. And oh, that was strictly to- not allowed in my house. Oh, I like that. Tommy doesn't like that at all. He's like, no fun with that stuff. No, no jumping out with water guns. None of that. None of that. Well, with Tommy, I feel like it's more like his nerves, his delicate nerves. With my mother, she'd always say it does something to my heart. Well, come to find out she was born with issues with two valves that had to be fixed. Mm -hmm. So she was onto something with that. Mm -hmm. Um, There was something off with her heart. So yeah, (laughs) off with her heart sounds like off with her head. (laughs) <laughs> again right. back to the way that my brain um associates a to Z and back to so both of us are grabbing our notes so whoever yes. gets to it first okay well you want to hear synchronicity yes synchronicity okay <laughs> the simultaneous i have no idea how this show is going to turn out the simultaneous occurrence of events huh? this is amazing <laughs> and they love it and I'm having so much fun. Aren't you having so much fun? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Continue. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Just did that in front of the mic. Synchronicity, the simultaneous occurrence of events which appear significantly related but have no discernible causal connection. There's more. Syn- I know. Synchronicity is a concept first introduced by analytical psychologist Carl Jung 
which mm-hmm. I'd like to do a show on him. I didn't realize he was the first. I didn't either. I was like, ooh, and you talk about him a lot. I always think he's... it's like more like Terrence McKenna talking mm-hmm. about like ayahuasca or something <laughs> or mushroom mm-hmm. journeys. That's when I really started hearing mm-hmm. about synchronicity. Well, he got it. Well, that's what they say. I did. A, I looked up Carl Jung, and a lot of uh, the New Age people started in, uh, taking Carl Jung's philosophies and uh, twisting them to, uh, you know, meet their dynamic. Yeah. So, look at that interesting side note. So let me get, let me see. Let me go back. Synchronicity is a concept first introduced by analytical psychologist Carl Jung, which holds that events are meaningful coincidences if they occur with no causal relationship, yet seem to be meaningfully related. I think there should be a rule where you're mm-hmm. not allowed to define something by borrowing a term of something else that's hard to define. <laughs> right. This, to the me, fact that they so literally confusing. incorporated coincidence into their definition of synchronicity seems a little unfair. I remember telling you, I was like, you know, I looked up the words because I really just wanted to yeah. see because I, I think I'm interchanging these. I'm like, well, no, I think everybody's interchanging them. I don't think anybody really has it down right, actually. But uh, I mean, yeah. I, in my brain, have different associations to an extent with the different words but Mm -hmm. like i said with the like terrence mckenna side of it Mm -hmm. it's it probably has to do with where i was at in life and what i was reading at the time Mm -hmm. that i heard these words and my understanding of the world around me at that time so i have Mm -hmm. that association also Mm -hmm. i've never done ayahuasca me either i just think it's it was in it's interesting to hear about Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah Um, that's a drug i haven't done there you go. <laughs> I mean, I certainly have respect for it. And I've heard lots of really mm-hmm. cool stories from all sorts of people. And I, I think that it's um, fascinating. But yeah, it's not it's not something I would do unless I felt really, really, really guided Called to do to it. it intentionally, mm-hmm. like as, mm-hmm. a, as a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it is, it is interesting to bring that up in the, this general conversation because it seems to be a, like... It's a significant part of people's association with synchronicity and all that. Mm-hmm. Is are these mm-hmm. psychotropic? Psy- how do you say that word? Psychotropic. Psy- thank you. Drugs. Mm-hmm. They, they it, it's it's like they open up something. Maybe that that mm-hmm. lift the veil, the mm-hmm. doors of perception. Hmm. It's the name of a book. Name of a book. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. you look like you're ready to read something. Oh, I don't know. Do you want to read um, a couple more? Because we got a lot of these. You guys really responded. Yeah, we've actually knocked a lot of them out. Um, we still have quite a few, though. Let me say this. Matt. Hey, that's <laughs> coincidence with a C. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> coincidence is two random but seemingly related events occurring. Often, though... I think what many of us see as coincidence comes down to perception and awareness more than anything. I feel like we just talked about that. Mm-hmm. Less coinkydink and more being conscious of a particular thing at a given time. Like mm. the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon and maybe to a lesser sort of related extent, the mandala effect. Put that in a bookmark in your brain, people. We will be coming back to one of those. Yeah. (laughs) I also don't rule out that God, nature, time, the universe might be trying to make us aware or conscious of something. I like that. Maybe even of our own potential (laughs) in that moment. 
I'm thinking of a higher self, higher self kind of thing. Um, yeah. I have to go to my other notes page because I just wanted to say about the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's where one stumbles upon some obscure piece of information, often an unfamiliar word or name, and soon afterwards encounters the same subject again, often repeatedly. And I feel like that... Why you've called- described something to me with mm-hmm. a name that you kept mm-hmm. hearing. Yeah. That would kind of fall into potentially that category. But mm-hmm. here's also what I want to say. I hate putting things into categories. <laughs> because it makes... It's it, it's like our brain wants to put things in a box so we can organize our thoughts and to understand the world around us. Mm-hmm. But that can also be dangerous because if we decide this means A, B, and this means C, then we don't have that like beginner's mind of it Mm -hmm. anymore where we're moving around the world with the same wonder as before. And I'm, I'm at this point in my life where it's like major priority for me to maintain wonder as I, it's not like I don't decide like, okay, that's what this means. Like you can't help it is my point. You can't help it. It's how like the brain works. It's how we're meant to work. It's, it's Mm -hmm. part of what, helps keep us safe moving through the world as we learn mm-hmm. lessons from things etc but um it's almost like fighting against that tendency and to a certain extent so that we can see the magic that's still all around us like the childlike wonder think about the childlike that's wonder what I always say, isn't it? when you're discovering mm-hmm. the world for the first mm-hmm. time how amazing it is and this is it ties into what i always talk about with the whole um the gravity of this life, of this world, and the bills that we have to pay, and all these little aspects of life that try to rob you mm-hmm. of your wonder, of your magic in life. And so we forget who we really are and where we really come from. And I think that's part of the journey of this life. But it's up to you if you're really going to dive into that, or are you going to be more in the physical realm? And but these I'll, moments mm-hmm. are can there be to used remind you. to mm-hmm. remind you of where you are from. Here's a quote. Here's what Brittany said. Yes. I love Brittany. Um, Hi, Britt. Dear, dear friend, a special surprise from source, a hint, clue from the all-knowing. That goes along with that. That's the what I really think it is. Knowing. The all-knowing. I think it is a sign. A special surprise, a hint, a clue. From all knowing, I like all. I said of that. the all knowing, but you could read um, Octavio's. Go, huh? go for it. Read Octavio. An illusion, and I'll explain that in a second. Coincidence implies that not everything is connected, but everything is everything. Hmm. I'm thinking about that. Well, maybe it helps to say that part of the beauty of Octavio, <laughs> somebody we adore, who we yes. originally met in acting class. Mm-hmm is he has a beautiful way of putting things in mm-hmm. a kind of like riddle form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a little abstract. And I appreciate that. It's a little abstract. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He so believes it. Oh, I'm sorry. Sometimes I think it's less, He's he's a, his approach to definitions is less is more. And I, and I mm-hmm. get it. He believes, though, that everything is connected. You know, that it's all, but it's all our choice. He believes very much like we do. Yeah. So that's what he's, that's what he's getting at. I'm not sure how to say this one. I don't have their real name. I just have their handle, Viva Le, Le Fexo. 
See, coincidence, uh, we were both looking at that at the same time. Oh, my God. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Why don't you read that one and I'll read Adam's next. Oh, okay. A coincidence is an encounter where your destination is not clear, but it feels magical. Intuitively, you have trust in the promise of this feeling. A coincidence is a pull towards your life's desire. Typically, it is a recognition of immense tenderness and a kindred spirit. Ah, so they're they're highlighting like the times you feel it with a person. Mm-hmm. And I, and I would say that is that is true. And I can think of those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've usually thought of coincidences more of things I've seen in, in the world around me. But I, yeah, I'm starting to see more and more people associating it with like mm-hmm. people too. That's what's fun to see like how we all look at this. Yeah, yeah. you guys, we're going to do more of this where we're mm-hmm. asking you to weigh in. Um, okay, Adam says, context may make a difference. I would agree. But <laughs> maybe regardless of that, a coincidence is a marker that we are on our path, that we're aligned outside of beyond, outside of slash beyond our expectations. Or maybe it's the universe just going, yeah, me too. <laughs> I like that, Adam. <laughs> you want to you just go ahead and finish these? Yeah, go ahead and read Sam. Okay. Um, an inexplicable aligning of events. But most of the time, I feel like events that seem like a coincidence aren't that at all. I think it's an I'm on the right path sort of feeling. I agree. I definitely feel that way. To me, it's always validated something. It's always, and it's Mm -hmm. always like this magical moment where you just, you just, wow. Like, I can't deny it. And even if being on the right path is you embodying your higher self. Yeah. even, Even if it has less to do with like an actual sequence of events that's unfolding and mm-hmm. more of like being in your truth um, i think the whole point of this life is for us to align with our true selves and not everybody does it you know i i think to try and fight through that noise of what's being thrown at us and to be able to tune in again to that little voice but not everybody chooses to do that it kind well, of blows me away and to to word it another way or maybe this is just focusing on a different aspect but like and we've, we've said this before, it shocks us how many people aren't interested in growing in this life. They're not actually trying to be the best versions of themselves. And that just, yeah, I'm like, I'm a seeker. Like, I can't help mm-hmm. it. Like, I want to improve and grow. And yeah, I get that not everybody's into that, um, but it still surprises me. It does. Yeah. Like, I can't help it. Yeah, like oh, I know. Oh, you don't okay. have to, but gosh, it's so much more fun, you guys. <laughs> um, Jenna mm-hmm. says, having something unexpectedly feel like a correlation or connection. I love, I love that I like the that. simplicity of that one. It's, mm-hmm. it's, she's, it's, it's, she said a lot in few words. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the only thing left is Gary and Tommy. Yes, read Tommy. (laughs) He says, he says a couple things. When the stars align, there are good and bad coincidences. Sometimes it's when it's meant to be, and sometimes it's meant not to be. Rejection can be heaven's protection. That's what he said. And then he said, when, yeah, he really means this. He said, when things come easy, then you should be doing what you're doing. Meaning, when you are doing things that you should be doing, you will, like, it just seems like all of a sudden you're going to find an amp. He gave me an example of a friend of his 
when they had just started this band and they got signed to a record deal and all this stuff and he was looking around and he found this amp his friend found that this amp that he was always looking for mm-hmm. in this little little like secondhand shop and he was just like he just felt to, it just solidified for some reason to them we're doing what we're supposed to do you know like and they keep finding those things yeah i love that it reminds me of what keeps happening to me and my neighbor that share the patio together mm-hmm there's been like three times where one of us will be like, she was like, I really want like a, like a black trunk that I can store all of my gardening stuff in mm-hmm. within two weeks. There's one sitting right outside the dumpster of the next door neighbor. Oh, I was wow. like, mm, there's your trunk. <laughs> and then I was really done with the little cart or the little container I had for my stuff. And I was like, I want like a cart, something I can store dirt in and like the pots for my plants, etc." Sure enough, next to the dumpster, another dumpster. This just sounds like it's all dumpster related, but people mm-hmm. are getting rid of things that I've wanted and then they're putting them right there where I can find them. Um, a fiddly fig. I've been wanting a fiddly fig for a very mm-hmm. long time, but mm-hmm. was not a fan of the price tag. Someone mm-hmm. abandoned one by the dumpster. And I was like, I will take you. Thank you. Come to me, baby. I will bring you back to life. <laughs> She's given me three new leaves thus far, so we'll see how that goes. There's um, tons of those moments. I can't even remember yeah. them. They just happen so much. Or some of them are really big, significant ones that I'm not really going to get into because it's too much of a story. But I mean, I was telling you about one earlier. I mean, so to me, you can't deny when something like that happens. Yeah. It's just... I had a... Um, when I was going up to... I was on my way to the airport to, um, my mom had just had the heart surgery I had referenced, the valves Mm -hmm. getting fixed about a year and a half ago or so. So I was, uh, catching my Uber and I Mm -hmm. noticed that the car that, you know, I get in, I look, the license plate of the car that's sitting in front has 222 in it. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to, I don't know, later on in the airplane, I'm pretty sure it was like a phone or iPad or something. But then again, it was the number 222. And then there was something else that happened once I landed in Seattle where it was 222 again. Uh And I just knew I had this piece. I was like, mom's going to be fine. And I'm not saying that my brain is like, oh, 222 means it's not. You can't simplify it like that. It's not black and white like Mm -hmm. that. It's like you have to remember that seeing these number sequences sequences come with mm-hmm. a feeling that's really hard to put into mm-hmm. words and there's mm-hmm. something about that feeling of peace and then and then the fact that it it's like it's presenting itself to me it's not just like i don't know it gave me i knew mm-hmm. she was going to be okay i just knew yeah. it and uh and she was yeah i've had moments like that really my cat it's fine well, the whole time you're going to hear when you hear get my audio, there's like just cars zooming by every time. we. And it was so funny because we mentioned that at the beginning. So check, you guys, check to see if you hear the loud zoom at every point that we make. It's kind of funny to me. Side note. My cat lo- likes to do this thing. Um, he has. I have to put bowls of water around the house because mm-hmm. otherwise he yells at me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in charge. <laughs> kidding. But he like moves them. Like, he just, like, he, they can't just sit in one spot. Like, he grabs his pot and he, like, moves it three feet over this way. That's uh-huh. what I, you're hearing, scrape. I did scrape, hear that. Scrape. <laughs> That's the cat moving his water bowl. 
quarantine, you guys. We're not in the studio. It's <laughs> well, I am, but you know, still. I am in my living room. Mm-hmm. You still hear things. Um, what else? What else we got? Is I got Gary. Oh. Um. All right, read Gary's. Gary. Gary starts with this. May or may not make sense. And and isn't that how we so often feel? Mm-hmm. Like this may or may not feel make sense, but we're gonna do our best. <clears throat> I'm not a believer in fate. To me, relying on fate to live life is to abdicate living a life of choice and purpose. Perhaps that could be called free will. I'm not sure. Though I do think there is a difference between relying on fate. Is that faith? Versus having the moment of that was his aside, not mine. Mm-hmm. Versus having that moment of awareness when past moments in life align and you discover deeper meaning. Mm. That to me is not fate, but a desire for clarity and growth. Um, did you have anything you want to say about that? Mm-mm, no, I'm listening. Okay, okay. Because I, I definitely, as we just said earlier, believe in free will. Yeah, as does do. Marshall. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to say, I'm not a religious person, but I am spiritual. Religion, to me, dictates belief patterns, whereas spirituality connects directly with the universe of energy and unknown. I fully accept that there is more out of the realm of current knowledge and awareness, but I do have a difficult time believing there is a form with ability to guide my life. Mm -hmm. I respect that. Mm -hmm. Um, I do accept that there's more out of the realm of my current knowledge and awareness, but I do believe that there is a form with ability to guide my life personally, but, um, me too. And then he says, as a romantic person, I look for serendipity and coincidence and even synchronicity in life. I believe in the fundamental energy of love and attraction in the universe, but also in most terms, I believe we see what we set our attention to like an antenna. If we choose to see love, we can see it everywhere. If we choose something else, then that is our spectrum of awareness. I really appreciate him saying that because that ties in really well to all of the perspective stuff we've been talking about for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like that he uses the analogy of an antenna. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's really, I used the analogy of like internet bandwidth, but I think yeah, antenna yeah. is a really good one. Mm-hmm. And he says, and in broad terms, I think everything you're talking about, deja vu, serendipity, synchronicity, fate, free will, coincidence, takes awareness and attention. It takes a willingness to engage with the unknown and trust in things outside of our view. Not give up the need to take the next step, but believe in our ability to learn, accept, and grow. Um, and then I had already read how he ended it, so I'm not going to read, but it's just that with all that said, deja vu freaks me the freaks, F out. Freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, so, but that's actually a really nice place to end it. Not give up the need to take the next step, but believe in our ability to learn, accept, and grow. That's nice. Yeah. And it does. It takes awareness and attention. And it Mm -hmm. makes sense to me that some people just aren't going to see the synchronicities that are happening around them because they're not tuned to it. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can't convince them, I guess. Like, as much as I I wish I could. So what what is it I'm always saying that you tease me about? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Mm -hmm. You you Mm -hmm. can't. So, Mm -hmm. you know... On that note, it's up to you guys. But I do think it's a language. I think it's a sign you're on your right path. I think it's fun. I think it makes you feel the magic of life and that we're not alone because you're not alone. And But it's up to you to allow yourself to feel the beauty 
in this world and how there is so much more than what we can see. And if things keep happening, that itself is a little bit of a scientific proof that there's something else out there. There's something going on. And if you can dive into that, if you can let yourself go down that path, it's a whole new world. But it's up to you. And I also think you can you can pay attention to experiences without coming to conclusions of what they mean. If that's too much for you to say, okay, because I'm feeling these things or seeing these things or experiencing these things, therefore it means this. Give yourself a break from deciding what it means or how it functions or why it is. Just enjoy the bliss and the wonder of the moments. Just start there. Just start mm-hmm. to see how much more they'll show up for you. Yeah, just but start there. Baby yeah. steps. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. We're not asking you to, like, completely adopt our philosophies. No. Although, I mean... You could. could. (laughs) I think we're on to something. (laughs) I think we know a thing or two on that note. Um. (laughs) Now, wait. Do we want to, uh, for those of you who are interested in shifting gears, like, look, if you want to stop listening now, I understand. But Marshall and I discussed the possibility of creating an accountability for ourselves. Oh, that's right. By calling out the topic of healthy eating and exercise at the end of this episode. We knew that not everybody would necessarily want to listen, but if you do, if you all want to be part of it, let's hold ourselves accountable. Tell each other I exercised today, like we can put it on your put it on Instagram. Okay, I did it. I did my whatever it is. Cuz quarantine's throwing us off, people. Quarantine mm-hmm. has been, um, I definitely don't feel my best right now. You know, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel just, I don't like the way my body is right now. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like, oh, I have negative body image. I'm just, my body has changed since quarantine started. I'm just looking at it and being mm-hmm. like, oh, I can do better. Mm-hmm. So this is about doing better for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been exercising, but not yeah. as like, not as, and I've been eating healthy, but I definitely I, just want to make it a lifestyle. That's what it is. Because used to, I would always lose weight for a roll. I don't want to do that anymore. That yo-yoing and extreme sort of, I just want to be fit, you know, and be, um, be in a good place. Right. Um, I've been, I mean, I've been exercising and I I've actually have been eating pretty good meals that I've mm-hmm. cooked. I had a period of time there when my cat was really sick that um, I was relying on like way more food deliveries and I, I can't tell you the last time I actually had food delivered. So I'm, I'm past that but I think I need to take it a whole nother step towards the towards intention to really yeah. make it a plan that's like sustainable as a lifestyle, not just mm-hmm. like you're saying something that I yeah. visit and then leave and visit again. Um, yeah. I want to be I healthy. I just want to be healthy. I want to change it. Yeah. I want to feel don't want any more of this yo-yo stuff. So, okay mm-hmm. guys, let's do that. I want to feel good. Whoever wants to join in. <laughs> let's do it. All right. There you go. Yeah. So thanks for coming back. We'll be here next Wednesday. Like, subscribe, share, tell people about us. What else? I mean, I think 
the interaction from this episode was super satisfying Mm -hmm. and we'd like to do more of this in the future so thank you everyone who gave us your thoughts on coincidence Mm -hmm. um keep an eye out for more opportunities to engage with us in this way and have us include you in a future episode Mm -hmm. all right and if you think of anything on your own email us at yes or to kind of at gmail.com i'm bridget I'm Rochelle. This is yeah, sort of, kinda. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.